Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. A total of 891 people have applied to the new register in July following the commencement of the Birth Information and Tracing Act 2022. Of this figure, 32 people expressed a desire for no contact and the majority of the applications, the 786, came from people in Ireland with 105 applications of those who lived overseas. Uh, I could go into all the details of it, but the legislation provides legal entitlement to full access to birth certificates and birth, early life care, medical information, etc. for any person who was adopted, boarded out, had their birth legally or illegally registered or though, or who otherwise has questions in relation to their origins. And to give me more information on how you can go about that because there's 70,000 people in this country who are part of the adoptions that we talked about on a regular basis. The CEO of the Adoption Authority of Ireland, Patricia Carey. Patricia, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Niall. Thank you very much. A much welcomed bill, the Birth Information and Tracing Act, and it gives people that opportunity to find out a little bit about themselves. So how do they go about doing that? So, yes, it is landmark legislation. And for the first time, as you said, at the top of the piece there, adopted people and those boarded out or whose births were legally registered will, from October, have the right to apply for all information that the Irish state holds about their birth and early life medical information. And also in October to apply for a tracing service if they wish to meet family members from their family of origin. So there's two things we're asking people to do. At the moment, we're asking people to register on a contact preference register. There's a booklet going into every household in Ireland. We also have a website dedicated to this new legislation. It's called birthinfo.ie. We want people to register and simply put to indicate a level of contact that they might wish to have with their adopted um, adult or a birth family or birth relatives. So people might wish to share letters, photographs, they might wish to uh, meet the person. And in, as you said yourself, a very, very small number of people may wish to have no contact. OK, so so are those interested? And, and, and I'll use myself as an example. I was born in St. Patrick's Home on the Navan Road. Uh, now, I did get to meet my biological mother and all that stuff, and I had a lot of that information. Okay. But in saying that, if I didn't, and I was curious, I can mm. register, uh, I could have down full contact. In other words, I'm quite happy to meet up with somebody. I could have yes. uh, no contact. So in other words, they just mm. know who I am. Or I, yes. I could have maybe writing or p- pictures, and I could put that down, and they will be given that information, the person... Yes that I'm tracing or looking for and they mm. then likewise will be able to give similar information and we can come to some sort of agreement. The other thing exactly. as well from my point of view is for the first time I can just go online and I can get my full long form birth certificate with the exactly. original. Yeah. Okay, so It's critical, really critical and I think you know we have tried to distinguish between people receiving information which I think most adoptees will want their information and it's important to say this is a free service It's for anyone over 16 who can register and get their information. And as you say, then some people might wish a tracing service where they want to meet relatives from their family. Okay. And in relation to other information that I might be able to get, so we can use me as an example if you want to. So I was born in 1963 in St. Patrick's Home on the Navin Road. Can I get other medical information of what weight I was when I was born or what injections I might have got or what vaccines I might have got? Absolutely. Anything that's on file about you, you will receive. And that does include, and I think you've hit the nail on the head there, giving your own personal story, vaccination records, um, medical, there might be genetic medical information about your birth family, your birth mother. Now, obviously, going back the decades, it might have been that common to put those things down. But we know that in some files, adoption files and records, there is extensive information. Unfortunately, in others, 
the information is scant. It depends on where the child was born. But all information about a child's birth, their early life, their care information, medical information, and critically, um, long-form birth certificate will be released once people make that application the first week in October. Okay, and from that point in the first week in October, obviously you're encouraging people to do it now and register an interest, but from that point in October, how long can people expect to wait if they put in, say, an application to get information? Well, here's the thing. The legislation is very clear. It gives um, timeframes. It gives uh, exact timeframes to the Adoption Authority and to the Child and Family Agency who also hold files. So there's a a first um, set of timelines, which is 30 days, now, you probably know from your own circumstances that in some instances the files may be complicated, um, so we'll have to make sure we have all the information. So an extension of that, that time can only be given up to 90 days. Birth certificates can be released, I would say, almost immediately. People can apply for them themselves if they wish to the general will they be, will they be able? To, I was going to say, will you be able to go onto, the, onto the, the, the normal website that you would go to get a birth yeah. certificate? At the moment, for example, I can go on, but the certificate I will get will be an adoption short-form birth certificate. That's so it. I'll yeah. be able to go on on the regular site, pay me 20 quid that you normally pay to get a birth certificate and, yeah. get, and get the official one now. All of that is opening up. So from October, all, all of the information, people's identities. And I think, you know, we've, we've grown up as a nation and I think, you know, your own story there, having, getting information that's either redacted or not fully, you know, you, where is this other document or where is the, the information? Why has it got black like, lines to it? Uh, yeah. That's it, the black lines, which frustrates people. And I can understand, I mean, this is people's personal identity and, you know, long overdue legislation where we're now saying people are entitled to information about their identity, who, you know, where they were born, the circumstances around that. And then for other people, they may, may wish to, to go on and trace birth relatives, okay. siblings, half-siblings, um, an extended family. And finally, just somebody has texted in here, which I think is a very relevant question. What happens if a lot of people who are older, and many people who look at this information will be older, um, uh, if they're not online or they don't have facilities? Because I suppose, can they do Absolutely. it by post? Absolutely. And I'm really conscious of, you know, digital poverty and also, you know, literacy issues. So we've worked with the Plain English Service. So the booklet that is going into every household clearly explains. We have received, we have hard copy forms if people want to post those in. We're already receiving letters and forms posted in. Or if somebody even wants to make a phone call to the Adoption Authority, the number's on the on the website, it's 2309300. We can talk them through the process and help them equally if they need to get somebody to assist them filling in the form. But we will take that information in whatever way it comes into us. Well, look, it's absolutely wonderful. I think it's a great moment in our history where we can now hopefully uh, put this all behind us and all those people who are out there, well, up to 70,000 people who are adopted or involved in certain adoptions here in Ireland over the many, many years or decades, uh, they may be able to get the information they've long awaited. Uh, it exactly. starts. It starts from October. The number, again, that you gave out there, 2309, it's a Dublin number. 300 and yeah. two, a Dublin number. But also, if people wish to look on the birthinfo.ie website, all of the numbers are there and all the information and we, we can talk people through the process. Okay, listen, thank you very much indeed for explaining thank all you. that to us. It's a wonderful time. Listen, thank you very thank much indeed. CEO of the bye Adoption, bye. Adoption Authority, Patricia Carey. And the website again is birthinfo.ie. That's birthinfo.ie. The number if you want to, you know, if somebody needs some help on understanding of how you go about this, this is for people who are adopted or people who put children up for adoption and you want to get information and you want to get your original birth cert or you want to find out where your daughter, your son might be now or you want to trace them or whatever it is, 2309300. 
300 is the number. That's 2309 300 is the Dublin number. So put the 01 there before it. Or indeed, if you're outside the country, a 353 before it. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. I-